Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. No matter where you are in the world, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Whose World Is This with Junior Renate Bobrun. That would be me. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you are a first time listener, I'd like to welcome you to this ongoing conversation. If you are a reoccurring listener, I'd like to welcome you back and I appreciate you for lending me your ears and your time because you could be doing anything but you're here with me and I really appreciate that. That's never lost on me. So that is much appreciated. I apologize for the brief hiatus. I haven't done an episode in about a week or two. Um, and that's an ill-timed hiatus considering that the episodes are on an uptick when I've looked at the back end of this show. The analytics have shown that I'm, you know, there's we're getting more traction, more listeners per episode. Um, there are a couple of shares, so whoever's sharing it, continue to. Whoever hasn't, please share these episodes with someone who you you feel would enjoy the content or at least find it provocative in some way, shape, or form or interesting. Another thing I'd like you guys to do, for those of you who have iPhones, please, when you get a moment, Maybe right now, pause this episode while you're listening to it on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Pause it and please, if you can, write a review. If you don't write a review, that's fine. At least rate the episode. I mean, rate the actual show. Rate it. Give it whatever stars you want from one through five. Five being that I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread with butter and one being that this isn't like butter. It's more like butt. But any case, um, rate it, uh, subscribe to it. Uh, if you want to write a review, please write a review because when people are looking for new podcasts and they're searching for something to enlighten, illuminate, entertain, provoke, whatever the case may be, the more reviews I get, the more ratings that I receive, that this show receives, the more people of like minds we can bring to the conversation, our show will be prominently featured just on that alone. And that's just us. It, it costs you nothing, just a couple of seconds. So like I said, if you want to take a minute now, pause and do it, I would greatly appreciate it, especially those who have iPhones. Um, those Apple podcast reviews actually mean a lot. Who would have known? Who knew? Um, so with that being said, little upkeep again. I'd like to give a special acknowledgement to onelavi.com. That's O-N-E-L-A-V-I.com. That's where I go get my supplements. That's where I've been getting my supplements before they were a sponsor of the show. When I say sponsor, I mean, like I said, the money that they give can barely pay for the honey that I purchase from that site. However, the mere fact that we've entered into a partnership, it's, it's because I believe in the products on the site. I reached out to them. And in an age we're living in this hemisphere, we're living in the United States. Oftentimes we may be full, but our food isn't full of nutrients. So we have to supplement with vitamins and minerals and things like that. So definitely check them out. I'm not telling you what to buy, which to buy. I'm just saying that I think that it's important that we all supplement, especially now when the topic of conversation over the last year and a half has been about immunity you know it's a word a lot of people don't use often but they've been using it a lot over the last year and some change how's my immune system 
oh, I should be taking more zinc. I should be taking more vitamin C and D and B. And all of a sudden, you're hearing people speaking the vitamin alphabet that weren't doing so before, all because of things that are in the air at the moment. So, like I said, check onelavi.com. They have a lot of the particular nutrient that you're looking for in their vitamins, in their fluids, in their uh, drinks, powders, everything. So, please, take a look. After that, Chavez House Publishing. Next time you're on Amazon.com, go into the search bar, type in Chavez House Publishing. That's C-H-A-V-E-S, House Publishing. You go and guess what you're going to find? You're going to find fitness journals for men, fitness journals for women, dance journals for men and women. If you're a professional dancer or you're an amateur dancer looking to be professional, if you're if you're if you're working out, the amount of reps, the amount of sleep you got, um, the particular exercise, the meals, your car, we have it detailed. We have a men's fitness journal called Titan Fit. We have women's fitness journals. We have dance journals, whether you're studying ballet, jazz, African dance. We have the covers. If you just want a notebook, regular notebook, and you want the American flag on the front or the uh, uh, Parisian Eiffel Tower on the front, whatever you want. We also have a Haiti notebook. We have different flags from different countries emblazoned, emblazoned on the front of a lot of these notebooks. And Haiti is one that we're featuring right now. We have the Haitian flag emblazoned on one of the notebooks. Why? Because we are donating a proceed of the uh, uh, monies derived from the sales of the Haiti notebook to a Haiti relief fund that, that we're doing, where we're sending some money down to Haiti for the people that have been affected in the earthquake uh, a couple of months ago in Haiti. And um, I've actually had some friends reach out to me and just cash at me. My cash app, dollar sign June Bow. The dollar sign, you know, the symbol, and J-U-N-B-E-A-U. And if you want me, to, if you want to find me on Venmo, uh, you can at J-U-N-B-E-A-U. Sort of the same as Cash App, I guess without the dollar sign. But you'll find me. You'll see me. Uh, people have reached out. They've sent me some, some friends have sent me some money. And, I'm, and I've sent some money down already to try to help. So, you know, doing our little part, you know. And that's why this show is important. Uh, this passion project of mine is very important because um, in this day and age, uh, I think it's important that each and every one of you that's out there find a way to turn your passions into profit. Uh, I think now more than ever, being your own boss in whatever it is that you do. If you're a kindergarten teacher, start Kindergarten Incorporated. Because I feel being your own boss now more than ever is important if you don't feel like being bossed around by more than just your boss. A lot of people can read between the lines in what I'm saying. It's, it's one thing when you're being supervised by your supervisor and they're telling you, this is what you have to do with this job and this is what the job requires of you. And you go, okay, you shook hands at the interview, you know, um, you know what's expected of you. They know what's expected of you. You meet expectations. You keep your job. You get paid. All is well in the universe, right? That's your boss. Most of us, that's what happens, right? Go to work, that's what happens. 
But then I think we're noticing that we have a lot more bosses today than we thought we did, right? Some of us are now being very surprised at how much leverage others have over how we're employed, what we get to do while employed, how much freedom we actually have. So all I'm saying is, me personally, um, I really enjoy people, but I'm also a recluse. I really enjoy engaging, but I also enjoy my solitude. I really enjoy serving and helping, but I also am, I have bossy proclivities, so to speak. Um, every place I've worked, I've never considered myself being bossed around. I don't care if I was in a custodial capacity. I feel that I'm working with this company, not for this company. That's just me. No ego. It's just I feel that everyone's job is essential. And even at times when I was in an ownership brick and mortar turnkey capacity, the people who did custodial work or landscaping work or electrical work for me, I found them to be essential. Everyone is elevated in my presence. I elevate everyone that's around me. That's what I do. So any attempt to diminish me, it's just not going to happen. Just because you think your title or maybe you have a couple of more degrees next to your name, commas after your last name. I just it just never occurred to me to acquiesce unless someone is wiser. If I know I'm in the presence of an elder and or or a more a more um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, advanced sort of being. There have been times I've been around people where I'm saying to myself, I need to shut up and ask questions because whoever this person is, I'm going to start modeling a lot of what it is I do after them. Not because they told me to, because something inside me told me to. You ever heard that saying? I remember this, this one of my little cousins, she was about seven years old and I was telling her, go, go, go do this. And she said, you're not the boss of me. I was like, I ain't the boss of you, but I'm telling you what you do right now. And she was like, you're not the boss of me. I'm the boss of me. And I laughed and it was hilarious, but she was right. Ultimately, she's the boss of her. She gets to choose the quality of life, the quality of thoughts, the quality of actions that she has. That's me. I'm the boss of me. So things like this show that we're doing, um, I'm going to be doing a lot more to advertise it and promote it in the coming months to make it to see how far we can take this. Because I don't think I'm going to stop doing this. And no one can stop me from doing this. No one can tell me I need to do this to keep doing this show. Got it? You need to do this or mandate me to do whatever to do this show. I can take my laptop, my headphones, my microphone, anywhere I want on the planet, crack this mic with everything that I've learned or things that I'm experiencing or just going off the top in real time. I like that life. And that life is increasingly appealing based on current events. So I reserve the right to monetize and capitalize and enjoy the equity of my actions and labor without someone telling me, oh, June, if you're going to come here, you're going to have to put, no, 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 uh-uh. These confines and constraints are a con to me. And I and I'm and I'm I don't want to partake. Just saying, that's just my opinion, my humble opinion, for what it's worth. So that's why.
I want a lot of us that are listening to this show to um, become a part of it, become a part of the show growing. And if that means writing that review, if that means sharing it, uh, taking a second out, please do, because I'm with you guys. If you've listened to these episodes, these, this, these episodes are about this, these shows, these conversations are about empowering people to think on their own. Don't think like me. Forget about me. I'm just giving a take that I may feel. Sometimes I'm not, th I'm not speaking from my own perspective. Many times I'm not speaking from my own perspective. Many times I'm just speaking from a perspective that I feel should be in the conversations that are occurring. And I know that if, if, if <clears throat> we're listening to mainstream medias, and, and, we're, and we're parroting what the predominant general consensus is. And I'm saying to myself, well, it seems like no one is asking, well, what about this? And so oftentimes my conversations that we're having here is a, well, has anyone ever thought about blah, blah, blah? That's not necessarily a point of view that I may advocate. All I'm saying is it's important that we entertain it. We unpack it. We dissect it. Converse about it before we figure out what's right, what's wrong, before we figure out what to parrot, before we, in, before we choose what to parrot and what to parody, right? Maybe it's important. So that's what we do here, right? So I don't know, usually, you know, usually when I do these episodes, you know, you guys know that I start off the conversation with a title and I work the title while I'm speaking about it. You know, if I have notes, I don't, I rarely have notes. And if I have notes, it'll be one sentence and it'll be a sentence that says, June, make sure you speak about this. And that, and then I'll use that sentence and I'll go on and go in my own world. However, um, today we don't have a title. Today is more of a public service announcement. I'm really <clears throat> appealing to people. I know, I know times are rough for some out there. Um, People have been furloughed, people have been laid off, people have been fired, people are looking for work, people may be working, but they're making a fraction of what they were making before. They may feel rejected, dejected, rejected. Um, and um, But for those who can spare some change, you know, I'm rattling my tin cup right now with the, you know, please, like Tiny Tim, please, sir, can I have some more? Because um, there are people out there that are suffering. Um, I, I want to help some people, uh, with more than just my words. I've been a person of action. I'm not just someone who cracks a mic. Um, I've been on the ground in many, many countries and I've lent my, my, uh, I've given money. I've lent a helping hand. I've lent also an encouraging word. I've done my part in many parts of the world, uh, whether it was in Europe in soup kitchens and, 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 and pantries in Italy or if it's in Cambodia or Vietnam, or it's in Haiti or Jamaica, or if it's in parts of New York, and even in Florida, wherever I am, I'm, I'm, I put my hand in, in some, how, how can I lend? And now, you know, obviously Haiti, Haiti needs our help. Um, we can speak about what's going on at the border of Texas right now if people don't know. There's quite a rigmarole going on now at the Rio Grande over there in Texas, Mexico, Texas border. There's allegedly five figures worth of Haitians out there, 10,000. 
hitting that border up, you know. I may head out to Texas at some point before the new year. And there are a lot of Haitians that are in shelters right now that are waiting to, to see their, immig their immigration status, whether they're going to be allowed into the country or deported or they're going to be detained for breaking immigration laws. A lot of things are up in the air. So I've been in contact with some uh, nonprofits and some shelters out there in the Houston area that says they have Haitians there, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm thinking of taking a trip um, as opposed to donating, just donating money to them. I don't necessarily donate money to organizations that I don't have a relationship already with me. Um, I have had friends who've called me and said, hey, listen, June, uh, what's going on in Haiti? Um, you need some money because they remember the impact I made during the 2010 earthquake and how I was able to hit the ground running and put money on the ground, even though uh, uh, certain uh, talking heads from major cable news stations that were on the ground in Haiti were saying, hey, for some odd reason, the such and such multinational uh, uh, nonprofit organizations can't seem to, you know, get bread and food and supplies and clothing to the people because of blah, blah. Meanwhile, me, little old me, was able to raise a lot of money, substantial amount of money. And I and I and the people on the ground uh, got rice vegetables clothing some people left the city with city of port-au-prince and went to the countryside of haiti with nothing but the clothes on their back and barely escaped with their lives and the clothes on their back but yet when they got to the countryside they were welcomed with food and new clothes so yeah i get it done <laughs> it's what i it's what it is i get it done and I'm going to live in a world and I and I want a lot of you out there to live in the world that I'm that I'm creating for myself where you can make money from your computer or make a living, make more than a living. I'm the kind of person I need to be where I want to be. That's why I have I have not entered into another brick and mortar business in, in many, many years. And I had a brick and mortar business. I sold my share to go back to school and get educated. And, and, and so I could travel and so I can do things. It's the reason why I have a liberal arts degree as well, because if that means I can go on and go on to back to school and teach and profess and things like I'll do that. Um, I can't do the bog down thing. Uh, you can I could work with you as a consultant, as a contractor, I, but I can't. You know, you can keep your W-2. I'll take the 1099. Thank you very much. Keep it. Keep it. Thank you. Thanks, but no thanks. Sorry, I'm not sorry. I'll, I'll create companies. I'll create entities. And I want people out there to do the same. If people out there are disgusted by how they're being treated out there in the marketplace, make a change. See what you can do to make your life independent of the brick-and-mortar structures and their strictures and treating you as if do this or else. That paradigm, <clears throat> something tells me that human beings didn't evolve over all of these thousands and tens of thousands of years, dare I say hundreds of thousands of years, just to be here in 2021 having to deal with a do it or else. We're not past that yet. I'm just saying, in any case, I can ramble. I haven't titled this thing. 
That's the reason why, because I'm giving myself free reign to just speak to you. You know, um, just whatever comes to mind. I have a teaser. The next show, I have it in my head, almost all of it. And we're going to speak about money. We're going to speak about money and is money is money is the root of whatever. And I think that's going to be the name of the show. Is money the root of question mark dot dot dot. You know, I'll let you answer it. What money is the root of? Because we all hear that money is the root of such and such. I'm not going to say it. You guys, you know, you, you can uh, finish the sentence for me. But um, we're going to talk about that. And is money the root of? I'll have you guys think about it right now and think about, okay, I wonder what, you know, so while you're thinking about it, then, you know, you could say, I wonder what, what, what the next show's take is going to be on that. While you're thinking about it, I want you guys to think about what you think I, what my approach may be to that particular statement. Um, what money is, is money the root of dot, dot, dot. Is it or isn't it? But right now we're just speaking about PSAing. You know, this is, I want the people out there to invest in themselves. And um, if you're not happy with how you're being treated right now, what changes can you make to unshackle yourself, unmonocle yourself from your present dynamic? So people can't just tell you to do this or else. <laughs> I'm not about that life. I've never been much for authority. Um, hey, it's just me. But my constant questioning is the reason why I'm able to crack this mic for an hour straight without stopping or looking at a note. It's because I questioned a lot and I spent a great deal of time in my own, own head and challenging the people around me that told me, Think this, do this, write this or else, say this or else. And I said, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. And I dealt with the consequences. And I was fine with that. I don't regret ever. So I just want the people out there. You know, I'm, th I'm thinking about all the things that are going on around the world. And I wish I could help every single person, but I can't. I was just, I was just looking at something on the, uh, on, uh, actually, I through the events that have been occurring over the last couple of uh, last year or so, it's forced me to tune in just a tad bit, pardon my hypocrisy, a tad bit to mainstream news. Right. Um, and I don't listen to them for information. This is going to sound interesting. I watch them and I said this to a former colleague of mine. I said, I don't watch the news for what they say. I watch the news for what they don't say. It's like a director's camera lens. You can't put everything in the camera lens. So what you do put in the camera lens, you're trying to emphasize. That's the story you want to tell. So I'm not only watching a movie, I'm paying attention to the director's intent when I watch a movie. So for me, I watch the movie almost in the same way a critic watches a movie, a film reviewer watches a movie. I've always been like that. That's the reason why I miss DVDs, because I miss the director's cut, the extended director's cut, the director's commentary when they're speaking, because I like, I like to see if what I thought they were doing is the same as what their intent was. What I think their intent was, is it consistent and commensurate with what their intent was? So I watch news oftentimes for what they don't say. So I like to call it reading between the lines so I can read between the lies. So I've been watching 
the news a little bit. And I watched something um, about Sudanese refugees that ended up in France. And now they, they're being treated, well, as far as they're concerned, they're being treated so poorly in France that they're leaving France in these plastic boats to try to get to Great Britain, to England. So these men and women who risked <laughs> hell and high water to get from Africa to France, they feel that they've been treated so undignified in France. They feel humiliated to the point that they're going to take another trip in a plastic boat. So in the middle of the night, they go to the marinas off the coast of France. They steal these plastic boats, obviously plastic boats because they're not motorized. They unlock these boats. They break the little padlock chains and they try to take these boats to try to go to England where they feel they can be treated more humane. Do you see what people are doing for their humanity? The, these people are leaving war-torn famine dynamics, war, tribal wars, massacres, child soldiers, famine. They get to France. Hey, here I am in the United States. I've been to Paris. Paris is official. One of, the, one of my favorite places on the planet. I love Paris. I was in Paris. I went to Champagne. I can't wait to go to Bordeaux. I want to go to all the play, all the arrondissements in France. I want to go to all of them when I go back. In Paris, love Paris. I was in Paris for I don't know how long, maybe a week or so, maybe more. And you know, I love Europe. I enjoy Paris. I enjoy Italy. I enjoy Rome. You know, whatever. Milan, Napoli. But Paris is one of those cities, man. There's a pulse to it. Not according to these individuals. These individuals, I don't think you guys understand how far the English, how gr far Great Britain is from France. Matter of fact, I should look it up, but I'll let you do that. Look how far Great Britain is from France. And they're going to travel across the cold, choppy waters of the English Channel just for, just for their humanity, just to get some respect. They're like, yes, I know I'm a refugee. Yeah, I know I'm not from this place. I know I'm here, quote, end quote, illegally. I know that. But does that mean I have to be treated this way? And that one guy, there was one guy who said they were on their plastic boat and the French Coast Guard was trying to save them because their boat was sinking. And the guy said, I would rather die trying to get to Great Britain than to go back to, to, to France. Are you kidding me? Why am I bringing that up? Because there are a lot of people that I'm speaking to that feel that they're not being treated humanely here. Difference between you being an American feeling like your government or your boss is not treating you humanely and this non-person in, in France, because that's what you are when you're a black African immigrant in parts of Europe like France, you are living under a bridge. That's it. It's not fun. You do not have any recourse per se. You don't. But if you are a citizen of this country, born here, raised here, educated here, your parents were born here, raised here, educated here, and you're complaining 
you have a lot more recourse. You have options. You have options. Something that those people that are willing to cross, <laughs> willing to cross big, huge bodies of water in the middle of the night. They have to do this in the dead of night, by the way. They're not stealing these boats in the daytime where everybody can see them. They're stealing these plastic boats in the middle of the night. Hoping to get to England whenever. I don't know if they have a compass. I don't know how they know where they're going, how they're getting there. But hey, they got to France. Okay, this is what's going on in the this is what's going on on just one little tiny part of the world. Okay, we don't have to get into the politics of what's going on in Sudan. That's another conversation. Oh, why are they leaving Sudan? Why don't they stay in their country and make it better? And right, 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 right. Speaking from people who live on paved roads and highways and everything and spend more time clicktivicking, clicktivists and clicking petitions as opposed to fighting for their rights. Right. I've had a friend of mine say something like that to me. Um, he was like, hey, how come the people in these countries don't do A, B, and C? I'm like, dude, you're not in a position to say that because you haven't had to fight for anything. You were born into paved roads and skyscrapers. Hush your mouth. <laughs> Unless you had to truly shed blood for this American experiment, eh, I, I kind of suggest that you just, mm, you know, mm, just saying. I know it may sound a little harsh, but I had to tell him like that because I said, dude, dude. Don't don't say it in that way, because the, the way he was saying it, it wasn't as if he was innocently asking, hey, man, what's going on in these countries? What's going on that, that the people can't? And I would give him a quick little lesson. But the fact that he was saying it as if how come they're not more like us? Like like what? Like like who you? What did you do today? What did you do today? What did you do today to fight for the freedoms of your forefather that your forefathers laid down. What what did you do? Nothing. Okay. Shh. Shh. Hush. Quiet down. Pipe down. I'm thinking about the people in Haiti, and I want you guys to think about it too. I'm thinking about making sure that all my enterprises are done and I and I get to dictate where and when I do them and how I do them. If I choose to lease an office space and do it out of an office, I'll do so. If I choose to do it from the confines of my home office, I'll do so. If I choose to do it from uh, 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 Salamanca, Spain, or or Cameroon, or Cambodia, or wherever, Canada, <laughs> does, I'll do that. Um, but I want us to help each other get there. So the language I'm speaking in, I'm speaking in a language of emancipation. I'm speaking a language of empowerment. I'm speaking a language of, hey, if this is our new normal, are you willing to pivot and profit off of your passion or profit off of what you've already been doing professionally? Are you willing to be the majority equity shareholder in what it is that you already do? Are you willing to? Because times are changing. They're not going backwards. When people realize they can tell you what to do and when to do it and how to do it, and you start giving people, um, it's like this old saying, um, we never repeal. Most times we don't repeal old laws. You know, you know, you keep making laws. We don't take laws off the book after they're antiquated. They're still there. So at some point, some antiquated rule can be used against you as long as you've allowed it to pass. 
You know, that's an old, you know, a lot of lawyers I know, they say that. You have to be very wary of new laws being passed because it's very difficult to get that law off the books and just get it erased or after it becomes uh, completely antiquated. It's difficult. So you be, be wary of new rules and how they may affect you. That's why I want to I want to do a bunch of things, help this, all of my dinette, all of my business enterprises grow, help empower people out there that are looking to pivot from being uh, told from on high how to move, how to act, what to say, what not to say, when to say it, being scrubbed and banned and shadow banned off Instagram if they mention one little thing. Meanwhile, I don't know if you guys have been the victim of a bunch of uh, uh, uh pornographic bots that send you messages if i put a post on instagram all of a sudden it's a bunch of different spams and bots and things of that nature that never seem to get taken down seems to be fine but if someone mentions something that's 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 against maybe certain general consensus and predominant thoughts that are being propagated upon the masses all of a sudden they find all of a sudden they notice hey wait how come i didn't get any likes for this post how come i didn't get any this for this how come i didn't get oh you've been shadow banned instagram and their little funny sneaky funky little algorithms they don't want you to speak and 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 uh highlight a particular perspective but yet all of this other these bots and this other nonsense gets to go unchecked and unchallenged meanwhile idiocy is like crate challenges where people are breaking their spinal cords this goes no problem. Con keep it mindless. You know? Keep the idiocy going. But I want everybody, and, I, and, and with empowering, with entrepreneuring, I also want to help those who are in these positions where they're being treated like non-persons, even in places where they're from. You know, you have people in Haiti right now that just went through an assassination of their president. Went through an assassination of their president. On top of that... Not too long after that earthquake occurs and, you know, people are left for nothing. They're, they're, Haiti right now, two hours south of, of the United States, two hours, a two-hour plane ride, is very close to being in a state of anarchy. And the people are going to pay for it. The people on the ground, the innocent people on the ground who just want to get up and go to work like everybody here and just flip through reels and screens and, and crack jokes and share posts and videos and go eat and enjoy their family. Those people are the ones who are suffering. And so anything that people out there can do, a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, hey, whatever, cash app, dollar sign, J-U-N-B-E-A-U. Venmo at J-U-N-B-E-A-U. You can also find that on my link tree on my um, Instagram, whose world is this 2021. At the bottom of the link tree, if you go all the way down, it has those little dollar sign icons at the bottom of the link tree. And those will take you directly to either Venmo or Cash App. And you, you guys can leave it like that. That'll be the easiest way if you guys want to go through Instagram or just like I told you, just go check it out. Um, definitely subscribe. Definitely rate if you're using an iPhone, if you're using an Apple, if you're using Apple Podcasts or whatever, and you're able to get to Apple Podcasts on your computer, your desktop, laptop. If you don't have an iPhone, you can use it on your desktop, laptop, and go and review and subscribe and, 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 and share. It's important. 
and I'm willing to share in a lot of your endeavors. So please email me at whoseworldisthis21 at gmail.com. If people in the listening audience who are part of this conversation, if you have any ventures, services, products, uh, uh, programming, content that you want me to share, talk to me. Let's continue. Let, let, let's go. Let, let's have that conversation and let's put it out there. I'm willing. I'm, I'm going to be doing interviews. Well, more interviews. I have a couple of interviews already that I've done in previous episodes, but I'm going to do more interviews and I am more than ready, more than willing to just not only shout you out, but give you the floor. And you tell us about you and what do you want the world to know about what it is that you're doing next? How can we reach you? How can we invest in your product, service, content, whatever it is? It's time to do that. It's time for us now more than ever. I've been I've been talking this cooperative, collective talk for a minute. And no, it's not socialistic. No, it doesn't have to be communistic. But let me tell you something. I would rather us be each other's bosses and working together and vying ideas than us us having to deal with some company or some, some that amorphous word corporate, somebody from corporate all of a sudden telling you this is the way we're doing things now. The wizard behind the curtain telling you this is who it is now. Most people work for companies that if they if the CEO of the company stepped on their foot they wouldn't know it was the CEO of that company. I don't, I don't think anybody should work under those kinds of conditions. If I'm, your prof if I'm a professional me, I work two degrees of separation at the most from ownership. Can't deal with companies where, oh, yeah, I'm working for such and such. Oh, yeah, oh, that's a Fortune 500 company. Doesn't mean anything to me. None of that is impressive to me. For me, and I learned this from my younger brother, actually, he worked for a company for a while where he said I, he doesn't work well with middle management. He needs to work with the guy because that way he knows exactly what's going on. He needs to work right next to or, or not too far away from. And I thought that made perfect sense. He was able to articulate what I was going through already. I wasn't able to put it in the words he put it in. I wasn't able to articulate it. He articulated it. And he's working for that same company still. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. But you know what it is? You learn how to be a boss yourself when you see how the boss is moving. You learn the things you would or wouldn't do if you <clears throat> had the burden of leadership. That's what happens. You don't learn that when you're at the bottom. You don't learn that when you're just a cog in a machine. You don't learn that when you're working for a company that has a hundred different locations and a thousand different employees. You don't learn how to boss up. Can't learn how to boss up from middle management. Can't learn how to boss up when corporate's telling you from on up high some invisible, amorphous sort of amb ambiguous uh, uh, entity called corporate is telling you what to do. You, you, you can't boss up. And I don't care what it is that you're doing. I was just reading a post. Um, um, can't remember where it was. One of the social media sites where teachers in Queens, New York, my hometown. Teachers who have decided that they didn't want they didn't want to get jabbed for their job <clears throat> are now deciding to take to the streets with their skill set. And, you know, reach out to the to their to their neighbors and people in their community and see if they can teach the babies, teach the parents, teach the kids of the parents who have decided not to have their kids go to school and have to deal with being mandated this, that and the third. I appreciated that because that's the same thing I would have done. I, I was saying that for 
for months. I know many teachers in New York and I was saying, hey, listen, if you're an English teacher, go find a math teacher. If you're a math teacher, go find a science teacher. Build your own ship. If you don't like the way your ship is going or the direction your ship is sailing. If you think it's hitting an iceberg, get one of the lifeboats and get up out of there. And go put, get some flyers done, get your website done, get your Zooms hooked up and go to every barbershop, salon, <clears throat> the supermarket, bump into parents on the street, go to the playgrounds in your neighborhood and go door to door to door and speak to every single neighbor. Make sure you hit 100 homes a day. It's still warm outside. No excuses hit the street i know you're not accustomed to it you went to school to educate kids in the classroom classroom done changed life is a classroom hit the street if you got to have the conversation in a park and under a tree like aristotle then do so then do so have the conversation have the lesson under a tree if you have to Find out what the market value is. Charge the parents accordingly per hour, per session, however you want to break it down and create. You guys still have your master's degrees. You guys still have your PhDs. You still have your bachelor's degrees. They can't take that away from you. You did the work already. When I graduated, I said they can't take this from me. When I graduated college, I loved it. They can't take this away from me. I earned this. There are a lot of things that we have that they can take away. Your driver's license is a privilege. Your medical license is a privilege. Your nursing license, your law license is a privilege to have. They can find a way based on the associations and the entities and institutions that grant you the privilege to practice medicine, practice law, to be a nurse, to be this and that and the third. They couldn't take mine away from me. That's why I made sure I got a degree in something that they couldn't take away from me. <laughs> It was important. So that's a liberal arts degree. You can't take away the knowledge I've, I've learned. You can't take away what I've learned and you can't take away the degree that I earned. And a lot of those people, as long as you didn't mistreat any babies or do anything along those lines, you can still teach. You can teach anywhere. You did that already. All I'm saying to a lot of the people out there, do you. Do what you need to do. We're going to be doing what we need to do here. Telling everybody. Make the decision to monetize and capitalize. That's if you want. That's if you're not okay with the things that are going on. If you're okay with it, then fine. Forget this conversation and just focus on maybe donating. Donating to the show directly. Donating, like I said, Cash App, Venmo. Uh, uh, buy a book. Buy a product. Adding value. Buy a, buy a fitness journals. Something, you know, we're, we're building a bunch of things where I'm not counting on the machine 100. Granted, I'm using places like Amazon and things like that. But eventually, it'll be on our own sites. We'll have our own publishing. We'll have our own way of being able to get it to you without having to use third parties. But for now, you know, we're using third and fourth parties and things of that nature. You got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? But um, it's important. It's important that we all. That's why I wanted to call this a PSA. I knew this was going to be a rant. It's hilarious. I know it is. I don't even know what to call it. I think that's what I, exactly I'm going to title it when I um, publish this. Um, but yeah, I'd like to bid you guys a good night. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in once again. I appreciate you. And uh, 
Let's do this again real soon. Bye-bye.